0: Did, uh, so did did Cyber Monday uh, meet or exceed your Prime Day experience, or was it not as good? It's no Prime Day. It's
1: never as good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's no Prime Day. Yeah. I mean, did no you buy comparison. anything? You get any cool tech?
1: I um, I bought a couple of things, but I don't even think they were on sale.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were just like, well, I might as well buy shit today. Yeah. John, you're bad at you're bad at
1: Cyber Monday. <laughs> I had the spirit of Cyber Monday in my heart.
0: <laughs> yeah. You got the cyber down.
2: What did you buy, Morin? I bought I ordered a Google Home. I know. Wow. Shocking. Oh my they god. They look a
0: lot like uh air fresheners. Those Google Homes.
2: They do look a lot like air fresheners. Yeah. I'm kind of curious to know how it stacks up against the echo uh and i guess that that's now my role in life is to try out all they
1: the perform like air <laughs> fresheners
2: i hear that's an extra feature that google's working on for the next version <laughs> mm. it does a little spritz
1: uh, how many how many home uh yeah how many home um like talkie things do you need i need all of them john and <laughs> every single one all of them all of mm. the home talkie things mm-hmm. so was it it was on sale
2: yeah, I was down to 100 bucks from 150 which is uh, not a bad deal, so I figured I would pick one up. Mm-hmm. I'd been planning yeah. on getting one anyway, um, but it, it was released right around the time I left the States, so I was like, I'm not going to order it just to have it show up while I'm gone.
0: I, uh, I did order two of my uh, either Black Friday and or Cyber Monday deals via my Echo, which was my first time buying things from the Echo.
2: How, how do you think that's going to play out?
0: Well, it told me, they sent an email saying, hey, if you buy certain things via the Echo, uh, you'll get like a 10 or or $20 Amazon gift card. And I was like, well, I want those things anyway, so <laughs> fine. Um, I ordered the Echo Dot at Morin's uh, urgings. <laughs> um, I wasn't going to, and then I did. I just confirmed what you already wanted. I know, you did. But the best part was I put it in my cart, and I checked out on my iPhone, and then I was like, wait. I bet that's covered by the, you can get a gift card if you buy from the Echo, so then I canceled it and immediately ordered it from the Echo instead, which I'm sure is exactly what Amazon is hoping for. (laughs) Seems really helpful. Uh, But it worked out in my favor, so chew on that, Bezos. It's weird because either way, it's like you bought it from
2: them, right? Like, I don't understand why the distinction is made.
0: They want to get you in the habit of buying stuff by talking. (laughs)
2: That's not going to happen.
0: what's,
1: What's to stop... What's to stop your children from buying things while talking? Uh, there is nothing. You,
0: you can set a password. I haven't. <laughs> you can, <laughs> so, you know, well, that's you, you Lex. that you
1: can say in front of them, and then they will know. <laughs> right.
0: If you're saying, what's to stop my children? There's nothing. Okay. His children yeah, have bought him out um, of
2: house and home right now. I mean, your children probably have more um,
1: <laughs> self-control than maybe mine would, because he would be just be buying everything.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Just partially, just because he would think it was funny,
0: and would we not also bought uh, a George <laughs> Foreman grill. <laughs> um, what year is it? S- seriously, <laughs> that was the other thing we bought from the Echo because well, we used to have one a long time ago, and my wife is grilling more things these days, and she's like, "What are we going to do in the winter?" And then Amazon was like, "Hey, if you buy <laughs> this from the Echo, <laughs> and the Echo you can heard that and said, back. hey,
1: well, if you buy a George Foreman <laughs> <Lauren> grill, <laughs> it's it's
0: a cheaper price if you buy it from the Echo.'" And then you get a gift card, too. So I was like, how could you not do it?
2: How could you not? That was our logic. It would be morally irresponsible.
0: <laughs> exactly. We're Americans, for crying out loud. Yeah, really. <laughs> um,
2: speaking, speaking of the Echo and voice assistance, there was a report in Bloomberg earlier today as we record this that Amazon may be planning a larger Echo that has a touchscreen in it.
0: What are, OK I read your article about this, and it doesn't make any sense to me, because, like you said, it's a stationary tablet.: <laughs> Well, I, but there are times when I interact with something, like,
2: So Lex, for example, I know you've complained from time to time that when you ask that sounds like me, the echo <laughs> for the weather, it takes forever to get to the point. And so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I guess if you could still ask it out loud what the weather is and it might pop up, it will tell you, but it also pop up a card. um, I could see that. I could also see it, for example, there are things that the voice interface is great for querying, but not great for responding. So, for example, I think they suggested this is targeted towards the kitchen. So you can ask the Echo for certain, like, you could probably ask the Echo for, like, recipes and stuff. But that's not very helpful if it just starts reading stuff back to you, right? Like, that's not a useful way to get that information delivered. But if it pops up like a little recipe card on, like, this little, sc- on you know, its screen that you can read very easily, it's kind of like a hands-free... I mean, yeah, you could do the same thing with your tablet, but it integrates with the things that you like about the Echo. So I, I, I'm interested in it, if only because I feel like I do see the applications they're going for, but I also understand the criticisms.
0: Uh, I want to make sure... I'm hesitant to turn us into the uh, Amazon Echo podcast for two reasons: one, Moltz doesn't have one, and two, somebody <laughs> once complained about it, and we're very sensitive. Uh, but we are um you are but (laughs) we we spent part of the weekend going through a lot of echo easter eggs i think that we found by googling and uh if you have kids who are easily entertained or if you're dan morin uh it can be a lot of fun to see all the hilarious responses echo can give to various easter eggy queries so just putting that out there there were more than i had ever realized that are available were they all about easter eggs No. Also, if you have an Echo and you haven't asked it to sing you a song, you're making a mistake because they recorded a full-on song using the Alexa singing voice, and it is quite something. Wow.
2: I'm sadly very far away from my Echo, so I can't ask it
0: anything. I can't believe you didn't travel with it. I thought for sure it would have been in your carry-on. <laughs> you Plug it in on the
2: plane. <laughs> it doesn't look suspicious at all when you have a large black canister. I got in trouble going <laughs> through a security line because I had a coiled up metal bike lock in my bag. They were really unhappy about that. Hmm.
0: Did you get think, to keep it?
2: Yeah, I did. Because it was India and they're a little more like... They, after I finally said, it's this, they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and that was it. But um yeah they they uh i don't think they would have been thrilled by a giant black canister that looks super suspicious also none of it works in india anyway so
0: (laughs) right i actually have a uh a technology advice question that i want to pose to you gentlemen ask away okay Uh, but but i guess i'm gonna do a quick ad read first (laughs) i'm Um, in suspense you know (laughs) True story. Uh, the other day, a package arrived here at the house, and it was another beautiful box from Harry's. I didn't even know it was coming, and then I opened it, and I was very excited because it was awesome. Uh, it's time to buy gifts for various people, and finding the right gift for a guy especially can feel impossible. It's uh, a pain to find something that's a thoughtful gift, but is also useful or practical. You, know, you don't want to get people stuff that they're never going to use. Uh, however... If you get somebody the gift of Harry's, that, my friends, is something that's going to be both helpful and cool and awesome, and they're going to love you forever. So uh, I shave with Harry's. I shaved my neck just today with Harry's, and it did a fine, fine job. Um, I would say that my beard trimming, stubble beard, let's call it, uh, is excellent, maybe uh, inescapably excellent, and that is uh, in large part due to Harry's and due to my steady hand. Uh, If you haven't heard of them before, as you know, Harry's was started by two best friends, Jeff and Andy. They were fed up with being overcharged for razors, so they started their own razor company. This holiday, they have a limited edition shaving set. That's what they sent me. It's very cool. It's a midnight blue chrome razor handle, which you can even get engraved with initials. It comes with three of Harry's German engineered five-blade cartridges that provide a close, comfortable shave. It includes foaming shave cream that smells amazing. It comes in a beautifully designed gift box definitely true. It goes for $30 on Harry's.com. They also offer handles and sets starting at just $10 if you haven't tried Harry's yet for yourself. So Free shipping ends on December ninth, so act now. Go to Harrys. dot com to get a limited edition holiday shave set while supplies last. Don't forget to enter the code REBOUND at checkout for five dollars off. That's Harrys. dot com promo code REBOUND. Free shipping ends on December 9th. Act now; it's a perfect holiday gift. Thanks, Harrys. Here's my tech question for you, gentlemen. Wait,
2: wait, before well, yeah, you, I have, I have an important. I have an important question. Did I just learn from Uh-oh. that that neither of the guy who's who founded Harrys is are named Harry?
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, you did. Jeff and Andy are not named. I Harry. feel like my world has been my, the foundations of my very world have been rocked. <laughs> I know it's people are often shocked when they learn this. Um there is a reason that they're called Harry. I not that I not that I feel
2: like maybe maybe we shouldn't go into this, but I'm just we can move on. I'm just letting you know
0: I was Does it have anything to do with their back? Surprised. <laughs> yeah. Uh so, here's my question. What do you guys use uh if anything? For, uh, what's the right term? Like task management. Do you use any of the to-do list apps? Do you use the reminders app that's built into various Apple devices? Or do you use like a things or a, uh, a, a hit list? Like what do you guys, or a, a, the OmniFocus, what do you use to manage your lists?
2: I try very hard not to have tasks that need managing, like <laughs> really hard. <laughs> I'm going to just in time, uh, uh, i'm I I just past time actually no, john um, i'm i do things
1: right after yeah, right. they're doing well this this used to be a bigger problem for me back when i worked for the man mm-hmm. um and back then i used OmniFocus, which was great because i could divide it up into all different kinds of categories and set you know and it was much more project management like um i don't need that level of control anymore so i mostly just use apple's reminders i've tried things as well most of that stuff seems like overkill for my purposes at this point since it's just me
2: yeah Uh, got it like john i also use reminders for pretty much everything um uh, you know my needs are pretty simple i need to like have a couple different lists um and some of them i share with uh, like i have one that i share with my girlfriend and so that's handy um because she has an iPhone so that's all you really need to do there uh and it integrates nicely with everything else that I use you know in the iCloud ecosystem and it's 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 fine it's not great but it's it's perfectly sufficient for the level of task management I um, task management I generally need to do Um, I'm trying to think if I use anything else. I sometimes have some stuff, like, I have a spreadsheet that is, like, my freelance, like, in, like, billing, like, keeping track of all my jobs and stuff like that. And I sort of use that for very light work task management, but I tend not to have so many projects that I need, like, a huge complicated thing. Okay. Well, you guys... Also, I use my brain, which is just good at remembering things. Like, <laughs> I don't know what your problem
0: is. <laughs> you guys are uh, not as helpful as I was hoping here. No, well, I, uh... would,
1: I would suggest either. I, I, Like I said, I've used both OmniFocus and Things. They're both good. Um, I didn't use Things terribly long. Um, I used OmniFocus for years. And it, it's really powerful. Um, it's so... It, particularly somebody who works in an organization you could you will have many things <laughs> juggling you're juggling at any given moment i think maybe that would be you know it, i think there's a you know there's obviously a bit of a learning curve
0: yeah i mean so here's i've used reminders for a long time and the problem that i have with reminders i guess there's two main ones one is uh, I tend to get reminders that stack up because sometimes I can't always deal with the reminders in real time. And so this because I use Notification Center on the Mac especially, like the right side of my screen is always useless because there is a parade of reminders mm. going down the screen that's obfuscating whatever's underneath it. And so then I end up having to turn off Notification Center. Then other reminders come and I don't know about them because it's not showing. And then I turn it back on. I'm like, holy shit, look at these six things I forgot to do. So that's a problem. Me. Maybe more of a me problem, but it's a problem with how I'm using it. Uh, the second problem, which is probably even worse, is that every once in a while, reminders don't show up on time. Mm. Like I always set them with the time, like remind me to do X at four seventeen p.m., and then it forgets and shows me later. I don't know why that happens. It especially happens if I set it from a different device, fairly close to the time. Like even though I think they sync in real time, they don't seem to always sync the or as close yeah, to real time. As they, I have they had syncing problems time. at times. Yeah. So, I also use. And I things. feel
2: like I've run into some more problems with that,
0: too. Oh, yeah. I saw. Yeah, actually, that happened to me like last week. But I created,
2: just... I created one on my
1: phone and it didn't show up on my Mac.
0: The, the challenge I have with things is that it doesn't let me set a time, it only lets you set a date. Whoa. Um, that seems and like a So big. many of my reminders is are time based. Right? Really? That seems like. Uh, unless weird. I'm just wrong. That seems like a weirdly. Seems, yeah. I
1: think you're. I'm going to go ahead and say you're wrong without really knowing if that's, that's true. That's like a pretty
2: pricey truth, app. I don't right? think like,
0: I am. Like I would assume they, but you can set a due date. You can set a due date, but not a due time. What about a due diligence? Mm, You're dead to me. Um, So, And it can import tasks from Siri, which I like. So you can do the remind me to do whatever, whatever. And then, like, you have to go to a special screen within things to say, hey, can you import this other reminder? I don't know. None of it works great. Nothing. Mm. It just has to be. The problem is none of these apps, none, not one, will do the things that I'm setting as a reminder. And that would be really helpful. <laughs> if they could actually do the task, that would be great.
1: That's
2: when we
0: replace Lex to the interesting robot. That. Or not
1: again. <laughs> um, well,
0: sorry, we're not more we helpful. I guess. <laughs> I, I think the truth is that, like, there are people who are really, really good at these kinds of apps, and there are people who aren't. And I'm a person who is not.
2: Yeah, uh, some people seem to have made their careers, you know, with the whole like I'm going to explain to you how to use all these things to get things done, and uh, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> That's that's good for them, but I often find some of those people off, often to also be the most disorganized people I know, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. People are really uh, good at those apps, but not necessarily as well, good at like doing the things that they're supposed yeah, to be doing. I mean,
1: no, none of the apps, yeah, and you know, like Lex said, none of the apps are going to are going to do the task for you, which was always my my problem when I was using OmniFocus. You need
2: like a task rabbit I to was connect it directly things, to it, right? but I
1: wasn't getting anything done. Yeah. Okay, um, I have uh, two two topics,
2: two topical topics.
1: Oh, to, to discuss. Let's do it. First of all, um, Dan, you are you are right now in India.
2: Yeah, that's super topical. Correct
1: yeah um and and you were saying the um the other week i believe last week about um something about the the money about the uh the monies yes the fact d- that they they demonetized their higher value their bills Is they're not right?
2: even the most high value bills because there are now two thousand rupee bills, but it's the five hundred and one thousand rupee bills which are like the most commonly used bills, so imagine like the ten and twenty dollar notes getting like like be like all right those are done you got go yep. to go your, to your bank and turn those in and you'd be like wow i have a lot of those apparently what a lot of people did because they knew that
1: those bills were going to be no longer accepted is that correct
2: Yeah, so basically what happened
1: is with... It wasn't just that they were going to stop printing them, they were going to stop taking them. Correct, and in fact they have
2: printed new versions of some of them. So that's like part of the problem is essentially they're discontinued older versions that were... Basically the whole rationale behind this was people have gigantic stacks of these things that they hoard because there is so much economy that happens just in cash and none of that is taxed. Mm -hmm. So the government wanted to basically get people to deposit all that money and thus have to pay taxes on it uh and so they're basically trying to clear out the stockpiles and of course the cycle will okay. just start anew because they're just issuing new bills and people will just go back probably to using cash for a lot right, of stuff right. but right yeah
1: well apparently a lot of people ran and and bought iphones oh when, really uh, hmm. they found out that those things were going to yeah the india times has a story up that says um Apple sales
2: shoot up as customers rush to buy iPhones with demonetized notes. Interesting. Well, that's interesting because a lot of places won't stop the demonetized notes um, because some places yeah, will. I like guess there are very few. Right,
1: this was right before, in fact, on that. Yeah. <clears throat> so it was like the night of November 8th. Okay. It was, yeah. Because
2: um, was, there was not a lot of leeway between when it was announced and when it took effect. Because it basically got announced, like, when I was getting on a plane, and my girlfriend had given me, last time she was in the U.S., a bunch of, like, rupee notes, like, oh, here you'll have some cash on hand. And I got there, like, this is all useless. (laughs) It's like wow this is what what are the odds that I would show up on the one day when like, Yeah really. Oh the timing was so bad. So we spent like our first week like Welcome trying to trying to get cash and the problem is there's basically like runs on the ATMs because everybody's trying to like go to the bank deposit their money or convert for a while oh, you yeah. could convert your money and then all the ATMs were like running out of money all the time. So it was a little bit a little bit right, like right. being at a bank run and like you would just be like oh there's mm-hmm. no way and you'd see these like huge lines, hundreds of people snaking out of the ATMs, and you'd be like, all right. So it's been amazing wow. and fantastic that I can get as much done with my credit card as I can. Although there are a lot of things that I can't do um, because the credit card systems, certain things don't work. Like if you try to make online purchases with American credit cards, there's a whole, like, basically sort of like a two factor authentication setup for Indian credit cards where they text you a code mm. that you then have to enter when you buy things online. And if you have an American card, you are fucked because you. Did, that just does not work. So I like earlier tonight, my girlfriend was working late and I was like, oh, I guess I'll try to order food. But I have to use her Indian card and then text her. And she was in a meeting where she wasn't going to get the text. And I was like, well, I guess
0: I'm starving. <laughs> now, there's uh, the question that's on my mind is when you see that long line of people out at the ATMs, do you consider them uh, rupee groupies? God, Jesus. Why
2: do, we even, why do we even bother? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> we, try, we were having like an adult conversation here, and then Lex is like, I
0: got a funny joke!
2: That's my
1: Lex uh, Reef waited
0: impression. so patiently. Uh, it sounds God. a lot like me.
2: You should have waited patiently forever. <laughs> yeah, like you were in one of those ATM lines.
0: <laughs>
2: mm. Okay. Mm. I hope I've enlightened you, John. Now you you, have well, you two well, you've ruined topics.
1: that topic. Okay. You've ruined yeah. that topic, so maybe we should move on to my next topic. Um my next topic and I can't believe that you guys haven't asked me about this.
0: How's your new laptop?
1: Thank you. <laughs> 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 so yeah, so last uh last week God, was it just last week? Was yeah, it, it was just right before, last week. I think it was the day before Thanksgiving as a matter of fact. Um, you didn't even wait till Black, Black Friday Apple store. No. Friend was going over to the Apple store and he said he was going he's going over to buy a new iPad and, and I was like, "Oh, ask him if they have uh MacBook Pro." Um, and he texted me back and said, yeah, they, they've got them. So, uh, I called him up. I reserved it. I canceled my online order and ran over and picked up my new MacBook Pro. So what did you end up getting? I like quite a bit. I got the, the, like the bottom line, um, with the touch bar. Okay. So So, so, has the touch bar changed your life so far? Talk to us about the touch bar. I would not say it's, I would not say it's changed my life, but I do like it quite a bit um i do think it needs some refinement but um there's some cool stuff about it too um the escape key so far so far i've been fine with the escape key what do you
2: what do you use it for the touch bar
1: um so mostly i mean mostly it's the, <laughs> the same well, it's silence the silence is controls. really really exciting <laughs> no it's mostly the same controls that you would use you know the, the function keys for except that it's much more um Obvious, I think. Touch like sensitive.
0: What, it's much
2: more touch sensitive.
1: What, well, what you can do. I mean, like you know, when I look at, I if you look at Apple's keyboards, and you'll in over a period of time, you'll notice that the functions move. <laughs>
2: yes, this is true.
1: <laughs> yes, they're there you know like if you get it look at a two thousand. I've got a two thousand nine MacBook here, and it's it's um you know brightness and other controls are in different places than um, my MacBook Air upstairs. Mm -hmm. Um, so this is like, I mean, you look at this thing and you, you know, there's no, there's no numbers, there's no function numbers. There's, it's just, it's just the, the buttons of the the icons of the things that you want to do. Um, and so it's a little, it's much more straightforward that way. Uh, there are, I'm trying to think of like what the best things are. Cause I mean, the, the thing is a lot of them, like, you know, if I flip over to Something that I'm in all the time, like um, TweetBot, it's not taking advantage of it yet. So there's uh, the only controls that are there are Siri, sound and brightness and escape. Um, Eventually, I would think that there's going to be, you know, like new tweet. I mean, there's going to be buttons that are obvious, easy things for things that you want to do frequently. Is is there
2: an app in which it has functions right now that you feel like? Wow, it's so much easier to use the touch bar for these things than using like a keyboard shortcut or a button on screen or something like that.
1: Um, the calculator is probably is <laughs> probably one of the better ones. The calculator um, okay. because you get into the calculator and these bright orange buttons uh, pop up for divide, multiply, minus, etc. Um, so instead of having to shift eight for multiply, there's just that there's that X, which you know, which is much more multiply to me
0: than the <laughs> asterisks, because um, I'm not really much of a programmer. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I mean that's that's fair. Uh, but so you you are liking the touch it, but you say it needs work. What are well, the what are so the weaknesses? Like, I mean,
1: I don't know. You go if you go to Safari, there's some useful. I mean, there's like new tab search, um, but then there's these these tiny little versions of the screens. That are popped up. And that seems super. Wacky. I kind of I get the idea. I I mean, like if it's sort of like instead of having to go up to the window menu and find which window you want to go to, you can just tap on the window you want. But the pictures are so small that it's completely impossible to tell. Yeah, I mean, unless I, it's you know, seem weird to me. Patently obvious. Like I mean, unless you have you have very different um, types of pages open. I can't. I I mean, looking at the three that I have open right now, I can't tell which one. Is, you know what what any of them are so it's kind of <laughs> pointless but there are I, other buttons there
0: that are useful. i will say actually that reminds me um in all sincerity of whenever i try to use i don't know what the name is for the feature but you know where you can you tap and hold on the green button on your mac and you can put apps like side by side you guys know what i'm talking yeah. about the, the, the. um yeah Full screen. Right. Split screen. Right. The split screen. Right. So you tap and hold on the green one, uh, and then you you put one on one half or the other. Then you want to... Uh, I've now done this and I can't seem to, I'm going to have to let it go. Split screen, Okay. But so then when you want to choose what's going to go on the other screen, it takes all my other open windows and makes little thumbnails of them so that I can choose which window I want on the right side. And it becomes totally useless because I tend to have many many well, windows see, open okay. and I can't see what any of them are. That's not how
2: I see. You know, it's weird because that's, I've used the split screen feature, but I never use it in the way you're describing because what I do is I full screen an app. And then switch back because it basically becomes a space when you full screen it, right? And I switch back yep. to the rest of my windows, and then you can drag a window into the like thumbnail yeah. at the
0: top. That's probably that. a slightly smarter way to do Although it. Although, what yeah. I
2: also always do is somehow end up with like making an extra space by accident because I like full screen something and trying to drag it into the wrong place and it creates like a blank full screen. I don't even know. So I do it wrong every single time. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's not how you do it. And then I have to do it right again. So that maybe I'm not the best person to be giving advice here Uh,
1: thing I don't see I'm trying to figure
2: out like so there's a there's
1: a few standard um, icons that are in the um, touch bar all the time basically the you know the ones like like Siri sound controls and brightness Um, and I don't see like if you can customize those yeah it doesn't you can't do in the finder either because the one thing, I, like I don't like, you're talking about like uh, expose, right? Yes. Um, I don't see that. Wait, there's no like option
2: for it.
0: I bet it's a customizable option when you customize your touch bar.
1: Well, oh yeah, okay. So now I see, I see. So there's an arrow. There's an arrow. Um, there's, so there's the the controls that are there constantly. Siri, sound, <laughs> brightness, and, and and then there's an arrow. So if you hit the arrow, it pops up like the regular list of. Stuff so like there's expose and um whatever the the thing that we'd never use um, launch, launch, launch pad expose launch pad. <laughs> what about, I, mean, I guess you use launch pad even less than you use expose. I
2: use expose a lot, but I I don't use launch pad ever. Um, yeah
0: yeah i almost never use expose intentionally i I, like oh yeah that's there
2: i almost always use it with gestures from the trackpad though so it's not the keyboard is Mm -hmm. i guess less important in that way which i guess i'm but i don't see it i don't
1: see a, a way to like get and i must be missing this um get rid of siri and put in expose if i wanted to do that you Which can't
0: get rid of Siri. John. I think you can do that in in keyboard preferences. I believe is where you do that, John.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. So here, So here, well, here is my question, though. Um, so the keyboard controls that are shown by, or sorry, the sound controls that are shown by default are what exactly? Like, what what does the button look like? Is it like two buttons? Customized. Oh, it's the I control think it's a, strip. It's a yes, volume
1: slider. Right. I you're think. You're right. Lex is correct.
2: Oh, that's, keyboard options i, hate, and, I really uh, hate hearing customers. that that's, so shiver.
1: that's considered that's the control strip like the like of old um on the uh, power books okay i'm sorry what was your question again
0: my question she was, was so uh, what do the volume controls look like
1: what do the controls look like the volume, volume controls, controls. Uh, they look you know it's it's um it's the same you know like it's a it's a speaker with sound waves right but out is it. it is it up and down so there's, there's or there's is siri it, Oh, oh. You, so you, touch, you touch the you touch the the icon and then the 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 um a slider pops up and you can just hold your finger down and it'll slide back and forth. OK, um, how so did I mean, like, for example, nice.
2: I one of the things I think about is like, I really like having quick access to mute. Is there like a shortcut or something for muting or is that?
1: Yeah, there's so there's two sound buttons. There's two sound buttons. One is mute and the other is to
2: change the volume. Uh, OK, all right. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm still not sold on the touch so bar, I and I I, I, yeah, I realize I haven't used it, and so maybe I'm missing out on something here, but I'm... I think it's... I mean, I think it's nice. I, I like it, and I... Like I said, I think once it
1: gets... I mean, you know, it has to be taken advantage of, but it once it gets taken advantage of, I think it's going to be kind of cool. And I really... And I mean, it's, it's a stupid example, but the calculator is a really great one, um, where... I the functions become much more obvious. I'm gonna be super I'm gonna be obvious
2: I'm gonna be uh like just the contrary here and say, I never
0: use the calculator app. I do I do a bunch of math stuff in spotlight actually of all things. Yeah. Same. Uh, so I want to ask you two questions though about the touch bar and calculator, but before I do <laughs> so teasing the questions. <laughs> Videoblocks is a subscription-based <laughs> stock media company that gives you unlimited access to premium stock footage everyone can afford. First of all, you get great value because they have an unlimited download model. You get unlimited daily downloads from a library of 115,000 or more high-definition video clips, After Effects templates, motion backgrounds, and cinemagraphs. AudioBlocks has a 130,000-plus library of music tracks, sound effects, and loops. So on average, subscribers pay less than a dollar per download over the course of a year. Some that's co- the same content you would find on more expensive, of stock sites at a cheaper price. So you get a great variety of time-lapse, aerials, U.S. and international locations, slow-mo, nature shots, and more, and they're constantly adding new content to the library so it stays fresh. Everything is 100% royalty-free, even if your subscription has come to an end. It's royalty-free for both personal and commercial projects without any additional licensing or fees. Videoblocks is offering rebound listeners a year's subscription to both Videoblocks and Audioblocks. The Audioblocks, again, that's the one with the uh, music track, sound effects, loops. You get both video and audio blocks for just $149. That's a $100 discount for rebound listeners only. It's always prime day here. So get your yearly subscription today for only $149 at videoblocks.com slash rebound2016. That's videoblocks, V-I-D-E-O-B-L-O-C-K-S.com slash rebound2016 for this exclusive offer. Thanks, video blocks and audio blocks. So, two questions. One, there's still no haptic, taptic feedback on the touch bar, right? Correct. So, right now, you're just kind of pushing it, but you don't feel it. Okay.
1: Does it go? I feel feel nothing.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's that's part of the course. (laughs) Does the calculator show you a running total on the touch bar, or do you have to look back up at the screen to see the total? Hmm. Uh, Let's see. Because, I like, the so. thing that's weird so. to me about the buttons you're describing is, like, you can't find them by feel, yeah. right? It's not like the other keys on the keyboard. Like, Because if I do use the calculator or Spotlight to do math, I hit the Shift 8 and I do it without looking. Because well, I was no, just top the, trying it.
1: The thing shows you a running total. You know, I mean, like... Um, yeah, but you, you got to look ca- down at the, the calculator touch itself and then back up to the, the screen. Total. It does not show you... Well, let me see. Actually, I don't know if you can... um can i change lex i think you're hitting on my okay. fundamental Customize problem with side.
2: this entire input method as i've just described before which is i i feel weird about the looking down and looking up again i don't know it doesn't yeah that's my thing well you have to look down to to you have type to, in you have to look down to look I up I
1: mean, so for, for these things i mean so this i i feel like for me this is an example where i do look at the keyboard because i don't i'm not <laughs> particularly with the um Uh, math uh, what do you call it well yeah with math but also just like the the special characters on the numbers Um, I don't know that I know them by heart I probably know I probably know really after all these years I don't yeah I don't feel like it just became ingrained but I don't think I know the rest of them I don't think I know the rest of them at all Um, so I do look at the keyboard um, and so I feel like that's a a good example of uh, why I would use that Uh, there's a lot of other things that you can add in Running total is not one of them. Okay. Um, All right.
0: Well, so but so
1: but I mean, but I think you know, like uh, I mean, I actually do. I use Solver um, for most of the math mm -hmm. stuff that I do, and I feel like once Solver gets updated for this thing, it's going to be pretty cool.
0: The I I mean this in not in any kind of a diminutive way. It seems to me that the way it's implemented at least right now, it feels like the touch bar is not really a quote unquote power user feature. It's for people who aren't key sh- keyboard shortcut aficionados or, uh, who don't necessarily have the, the shift functionality of the number row memorized. Do you know what I mean? Like it feels yeah. like it's, it's a little bit more handholdish. Well, it might be, um, again, having not used it, but I could see,
1: I mean, I could see where it would, you know, if with the customization, if it's implemented correctly then you could get other features that are power user features
2: yeah i guess that's where i come okay. into the question of like what are the power user i don't use i don't have i don't use many power user apps though well but so it's not <laughs> even just the power user like apps for me it's the things like uh, you, you know, you we're talking about stuff like the tabs in Safari, and it's like, yeah, it's it's nice that there's a new tab button there, but, like, it's never going to be faster for me than hitting Command-T, which is just, like, muscle memory, right? Like, there's so many apps that I've gotten used to using the keyboard shortcuts for over the last two, three decades that it feels weird to be, like, it, to slow down and have to go and look at something to figure it, like, to find the button to do the thing because I can't find it by touch. And maybe again, this is mm-hmm. just because i'm i'm a I'm a keyboard user, and like I'm very used to doing that, and it's all very deeply ingrained in me um but i i it's hard for me unless there's something that doesn't have a keyboard shortcut, and frankly, any commands in apps that don't have keyboard shortcuts like that I use frequently enough, I just make a keyboard shortcut with the with the you know system preferences so Uh, yeah i guess i haven't yet i haven't yet found the killer application for me of this like of what what is going to sell me on it and and maybe that's because the the developers haven't really started you know in earnest working on things to to really push the envelope there but like right now i'm having a hard time even imagining what it could be and that's what's kept me very hesitant from feeling like it's a cool feature and not just a flashy gimmick So I Actually,
1: that. I didn't see, I didn't even understand this feature, but it's actually the tabs, not the, um, when it shows these little, these little windows, it's tabs, not, um, windows. So it's not flipping back and forth between different windows I have open. It's flipping back and forth between tabs within that window.
2: Right. It's kind of like on um, the, on your but it's iPad, still, but right? still, like
1: You know, it's, it, I guess, well, like on your iPad, uh, when you open a
2: new tab, it shows you like the overview mode, right? Like where it shows you all the little versions of your, what windows you have open. Thumbnails? Yes. E- it's like that.
1: E- oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, I guess so. Well, yeah,
2: sort of. <laughs> I guess I just end up cycling <laughs> when, out I tabs. To, when I go
1: to a window that has a, um, like a video open, um, it opens a little um, it, uh, this icon appears to start playing the video, which is kind of cool.
0: Um, a question I have for you, John, is one of the things we were excited about was that you also had like a old laptop does this is this noticeably measurably distinctly faster than what you left behind
1: it is definitely faster yes yeah i mean you know i was i was using a four-year-old air um so it's it's definitely faster good uh i don't know what else to say about that (laughs) okay well it's it's faster so it seems quite a bit faster And, and and i like the keyboard you like the keyboard so the there. little
2: the little no travel keyboard i
1: do like the keyboard i'm perfectly f- i am perfectly fine with this keyboard i don't have loud? any any and it, it is a, i would say it's probably louder but i kind of like that because of the because the travel is is less it's um you get an auditory feedback for okay that key has actually been pressed
2: huh. man um, i i think that actually is helpful I may be the I I feel like John Moltes and I have become like we, we were we were like Magneto and Professor X, we were once friends. But now we are just there's an insurmountable gulf between us where we cannot even see each other's point of view anymore. I call Professor X. Alright. Oh uh, well, at least I get to be Ian McKellen. Hmm. Yep. <laughs> there's no yeah you, know, you can't lose there really that's true that's a win-win right there except for the whole fighting thing
1: or you or you could or you I could mean, be fast bender um,
2: you could be uh yeah fastbender yeah that's pretty great I'm we've left we've left dirt, Lex behind what talking
1: about. <laughs> <laughs> there so i will yeah i mean i think there are some things there are definitely some things that are confusing about this touch bar um but there are things that i really like about it too so I mean, it's you know, like it, like I, you know, I think what I, you know, said a couple of weeks ago, like I was, I mean, it's based on the Watch OS, and it seems a lot like Watch One, right? Got yeah, it. Um, it needs, it definitely needs some refinement, but I, but I think it's got potential.
2: Continuing along the power user thread. Do you guys have an opinion and feeling about the departure of longtime script and automation uh, oh, yeah, we head Sal Segoyan um, you know, in, in terms of what that means for the future of sort of automation and Power User future uh, features on the Macintosh?
0: You're right. We did not talk about it. Hey, let's talk um, about it. <laughs> I, I'm I'm a little bit conflicted on all of it, to be honest. Um, I think Sal is great. I once was on a Mac Mania cruise with Sal. He's a really good guy, a really smart guy. Um, I think it's an unsurprising move for Apple to make overall, even if it... Assuming it has any reflection on their perspectives on automation. But it has always felt to me in the modernist Apple eras that they consider most of that stuff afterthought mm-hmm. um, and And I know... Like, I feel like the stories that have come out, and listen, like I said, I really do like Sal, and I, I feel for him. But the stories that have come out since the announcement came from Sal that Apple had let him go and eliminated his role or whatever else, um, it's people like Federico Vitici and Jason Snell saying, no, no, I use automation all the time. Apple shouldn't abandon these things. But they are not who Apple cares about in the sense of, like, the mm-hmm. kinds of users that Apple's trying to cater to. Like, yeah, I mean... Even if I think about an app that Federico got me excited about probably, I don't know, two years ago, in, um, and it's not an app lab, but uh, what's that app on iOS? Workflow. Workflow. Flow. Workflow. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Workflow. Yeah. Like, I have it set up. I I built a couple, but it's such a pain in the ass. And that's how I felt about Automator. Yeah. And that's even to yeah. a degree how I felt about Apple Script. It's yeah, a pain right. in the ass. And if the, the the promise, I feel like, was never executed where I wanted, the hope was that your Mac could over time like say, hey, I see you keep saving this file and then exporting it to Dropbox and waiting for Dan Warren to take it and then you know, like deleting all memories of recording that podcast. Would you like <laughs> me to start doing that for you automatically? But it, the Mac was never smart enough to quite do that, right? And most humans aren't going to be interested in setting up their own Apple scripts. So like I get why Apple would be like, you know what, this is not the right path. Like I think that they think that the AI side, the Siri side, whatever, for better or for worse, I think that's what they think is the, the future of computing.
2: Yeah, it's during the 80s and 90s when I feel like there were a lot of gaps in functionality that it felt like AppleScript in particular could bridge. Um, And everybody, a lot of people coming into uh, computing had some sort of background or were accustomed to doing some sort of like slightly power userish things to a certain extent like cuz there were so many rough edges at that point but at this point it feels mm-hmm. like there's kind of an app for everything right like it's not so much is there a workflow i can create that will solve this problem for most people like I definitely have a couple scripts um, mostly written by Jason because like I am terrible at Apple Script as a language I could never figure out um, but I have scripts that do simplify tasks but I've sat down to like write scripts or Automator workflows to try and simplify things that I have to do all the time and I just can't I can't do it and I used to be a programmer like I, I used to do that for a living and I just find it so incomprehensible at times and I, I loved that the functionality was there and I was glad for the people who used it. Um, for me, it never ended up being as easy as I wanted it to be. And it always seemed like anytime I was trying to create a workflow to do something. Um, it was faster to do it myself. Like I had this happen last week when I need to batch convert a lot of images, uh, just scale them essentially. And I was like, oh, I guess I could write an Automator workflow to do this. And I started trying to do it, and be like, oh my god, it's actually going to be faster for me to do these all by hand. And then I found out <laughs> instead that I could open them all in Preview and scale <laughs> them all at the same time. And I was like, oh well, that is exactly like that's way easier than anything I could have tried to do in Automator. Um, and so it's that's the problem I always had with Automator and Apple Script is like the time i'm going to invest in learning how to do this is unless it's something i'm going to be doing like every single week for the rest of my life or every single day for the rest of my life it's almost never worth the time for me to create an automator script i can't yeah i can't think of the last time i was in automator it's been years i open it a lot i just never finish anything (laughs) (laughs) my desktop is littered (laughs) with half written automator (laughs) scripts i'm not
1: sure why but i mean i i used to want to do stuff like that but i just feel like i don't I don't have the need oh, anymore. Because, I mean, maybe it's because, it's because, because I don't old. work I mean, in an office environment anymore. <laughs> or I well, don't, again, not,
2: like, I feel like there's processing. a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of apps and other things that have kind of taken that on, right? Like, you know, you can do... Uh, I just... A, I don't think the need is there as much. B, I think that there are other apps... Like, I used Alfred for a long time, and there were, like, things I could do really simply in there that would, like, save me time. Um, but I even I even gave that up, and it's like, I find that there's not that... There's maybe one task I would like to automate... Um, which is like processing files for a podcast. Uh, and I know Jason has a script for it, but it's configured to the way he does stuff, which is slightly different from the way I do things. And so it's been perfect. Like, I just do it by hand still. And it's like, I've tried to write that script like four or five times. And every time I start and only get like 10 minutes in, I'm like, ah, this is so frustrating. so yeah i i like so, I like the idea of automation, and it was nice that it was always there because it did let the the o s feel kind of hackable still, and you know it's kind of a throwback a little bit of nostalgia, but I think Lex is totally right that the this is not this is not apple's market anymore
0: yeah yeah I'm usually right uh <laughs> <laughs> you weren't right when you made that joke when you think i was uh when you think about um <laughs> Like, this is not at all a good analogy, but I can't help myself. Like, a lot more people watch videos of Rube Goldberg machines than build Rube Goldberg <laughs> machines, right? And uh, that's yeah. what a lot of automation feels like to me. Like, uh, I, I don't know. yeah. Ner- it's uh, Apple does not want to make stuff for nerds as their primary audience. They want to make stuff for people. That's, I think, the big difference.
2: Nerds are people, Wax. God, that's...
0: No, they're not. <laughs> you know it, and I know it. <laughs>
1: Robot or not. <laughs> Nerd or not.
0: Nerds are people! Yeah. and yeah. Green is people. Oh. Is that true? Awkward. Now, the other thing that we should talk about while we have a couple of minutes left is... Um, There's a couple stories coming out over the past few days, past week or so about uh, how maybe Apple is doomed uh, this time because (laughs) they can't ship the AirPods and they don't have stuff available in various foreign countries and like they're constantly supply constrained with stuff. And I saw somebody make the snarky joke that, you know, maybe they should put the uh, guy in charge of all that inventory management as the CEO. Oh, wait, they already did. I believe that was Stephen Hackett. So are we uh, are we worried or are they okay?
2: It does seem I'm not worried but it does seem a little weird that they're having so much trouble delivering on these things. And maybe it's just are they are they just like overpromising like in terms of when they can deliver things because it does seem like a lot of the Apple products that they've announced in the last year or two like they give a ship date and then either it slips or I mean it's always been kind of like towards the end of those windows, but they've definitely had more slippage I feel like than they used to. And I I'm just curious where the are they are they misestimating? Are they trying to stick to the announcement schedule that they feel like they want?
1: What was there? Well, what was there other than the AirPods recently?
2: Oh, there was something within the last year or two, and I'm blanking on what it was. But like I'm I'm not saying it yeah, was. A, see, I don't think. I yeah, I don't think it's that bad. I mean,
1: <laughs> I can remember like there was a there was a version of like, OS ten that they pushed back for months.
0: They had to delay like, of the white iPhone in the, four
1: in the yeah. late two thousands sometime.
0: Uh, they delayed the release of Watch OS two. Well, they there the were bug. way
2: more. Um, they couldn't ship jet black phones in quantity at all. Um. There were definitely some some slimness yeah, with seven plus. I mean, like I couldn't get.
1: I it took me it took me a month to get my iPhone four, or like two months or something like that. I don't think I don't think the
2: TouchBook Mac Bar the Bar Pros. How long? I mean, you, how long would you have had to wait if you didn't find one in the store?
1: Well, I we yeah, had like um, mid December.
2: I feel like they have some iMacs like that, that slipped too in terms of dates. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying it's a uh, huge yeah, problem, yeah. but it does, like, you know, I don't I don't think Apple is doomed. It does seem to me like they didn't do that. They didn't make that many products this year. They should be able to ship the ones they announced.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it does seem weird to me to yeah, say. okay. I'll go along with that. It does seem weird to say, you know, we're... Uh... When it's an unreleased product and they've been working on it we don't know about it here's when we're going to release these AirPods, and then say never mind and to <laughs> say never mind to the point of not only we're going to release them we're not telling you when we are going to release them now <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah the airpod one is weird like i don't understand the rash it's weird because there are there are like review units that were in people's hands um so and, and a lot of people gave sort of positive feedback on what they saw so it's, either it's a scale problem uh or there is some sort of flaw that they've had to like to fix because people people had them right like it's not and i and yeah and it seemed like from the reports it's like it generally seemed like they were okay so either they're they're having trouble scaling those components or whatever um and trying to get enough of them in the in the pipeline so that they can fulfill all their orders but like well, yeah the the no the delaying it with no new ship date is is a little weird Remember
1: with the watch, though, they shipped a bunch that had bad um, Taptic
2: yep. engines,
1: yep. and um, and they were getting them from, like, they, there was one plant that was shipping lousy ones. Yeah, maybe so they had like to cut a supplier. A or you could get a bad one.
2: Like, they might have had to cut yeah. a supplier and say, right. like, this is not up to snuff. But, like, you know, and and that's... I mean, I wonder if that's... That's fine. It's, similar. Just, it's is something similar is going on there with the AirPods. It's always tough with Apple because they they say so little, and so... You know if they would said hey we we ordered a bunch and we found that some of our suppliers were not meeting our high standards for quality and we really want to deliver an awesome product so we're pushing things back to make sure that everything is like the high quality we've come used to you know like that we want to deliver like i feel like people would be like oh okay but like they're just like nope not happening uh yeah we'll we'll, we'll see you later
0: now they, a couple other delays since we were thinking about it. they've delayed the uh, mac pro 2. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Forever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 they, don't even, they don't even make things anymore, guys. Like the Backpack Pro, that was the last <laughs> thing. They're not making anything else. Johnny Ives going to quit. And they're going to close the shop down and give the money back to the mm-hmm. shareholders. It's over. Uh, okay. All right.
1: <laughs> well, they had they a good run. So
2: it's been nice podcasting with you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's the feel good podcast. Tune in. Year. Tune
2: in next week for the Amazon Echo podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If Apple were to were to completely cash out and just stop making stuff and just give the money to the shareholders, how many shareholders are there? How much more, how much money are we talking about? Maybe it's a good idea, but
2: they'd have to No, See, the problem is they have to repatriate their 90 percent of their cash and pay taxes on mm-hmm. it. So that is a problem. That that's a whole other kettle of
0: fish. There. All right, fine. Keep all your cash. Anyways, we're not financial people.